Welcome back to Careers Explained. This week, we're talking with Izzy Lozano about her career path and current role as a marketing coordinator at Quint Events. Welcome, Izzy, and thanks for coming on today. Thanks, Heidi. I'm excited to be here. Before we get into your current role, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your education? Yes. So I grew up in Orlando, Florida with my two parents and my sister, and I grew up playing sports and in particular fell in love with lacrosse. And I was lucky enough to have the opportunity to go play in college. So I that led me to Davidson. Um, and at Davidson, I ended up majoring in political science and minoring in communication studies and just graduated from there May 2021. Awesome. And then from Davidson, can you talk about your career path so far, starting with kind of your original interests when you were in school to where you are now? Yeah, so when I got to Davidson, I really had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, so I decided just to take, oh. yeah, I decided just to take like all of the classes I could just to see what was out there, see what interested me. Um, in my freshman spring, I took a political science class and found it very interesting. So that's how I decided to pursue that path. And then also took a communication studies class, found that interesting. So it was like, the perfect combination. Uh, in heaven. <laughs> yes. So from there, um, I got an internship my sophomore summer in DC, and it was an intersection of both of those political science and communication studies. And it was great experience. I was working with social media, loved it. Um, and then my junior year, I connected with a Davidson alum through the alumni database. And I connected with him for a resume review and he ended up connecting me with um, where I had my internship junior summer. Yeah. And so um, that went great. And I ended up connecting again with that da same Davidson alum and he offered me an internship during my senior year. And then from there, I ended up working with him for his communications consulting firm. Um, so that was my first job out of college, and I was the digital marketing lead for his company. Awesome. And can you so talk about kind of why you wanted to go into marketing from someone who might think, okay, poli-sci, communications major, doesn't quite see the connection, talking about your interest in sort of that marketing aspect of the job? Yeah, so I think I really found my interest for marketing through my internships. Both of my internships were very focused on social media, newsletters, writing content. And from my studies, my political science and communication studies, both very writing heavy coursework. And yeah. so I think that's where I found my love for writing and really developed my voice. Um, and so that was kind of like the perfect combination. But I would say it was definitely the internships that led me to marketing. And then now, can you talk about your current role and what it entails? Yes. So now I'm working for a company called Quint Events. And Quint Events offers experiential packages to some of the biggest sporting events and entertainment events around the world. So I'm a marketing coordinator, which means I'm on the marketing side of that. So I'm marketing those packages. And it's packages for like the Kentucky Derby, the NBA, the uh, NHL, and other stuff like that. So it's really cool and exciting. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Please tell me you get like free games or something as a perk of the job. 
not free games, but I do get to go to the events. <laughs> okay, so marketing coordinators. So can you talk about what does that mean on a day-to-day basis? What are your typical roles and responsibilities? So it really depends on the projects I'm working on, but overall it's a lot of writing. So writing social media posts, writing content for the websites, writing emails, um, and then also research. So market research and other stuff like that, but that it's, it is a lot of writing, which I like. That's helpful to hear kind of what you're doing. And then can you pair that with sort of a typical day? So we walk to work to you. What does your day look like? How does it start? And what are the time chunks of those different responsibilities? Yeah, so um, I get to work and kind of look at what I have to do for the day. Uh, And I'll just tackle a project by project. And so maybe first it's looking at the content calendar and seeing what I have due that day and maybe what the next steps are for other other content that's on the calendar. Um, I, we kind of live by the content calendar without yeah. our lives. Um, and then I go to meetings regularly. So we have weekly meetings with the whole department and then with my smaller teams. Mm-hmm. And those usually last about 30 minutes, max. Okay. 30 minutes to an hour. Um, an hour is usually a little long, but um, <laughs> You're like, all right, time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's usually like 15 to 30, but um, yeah, I'll just like tackle each project as it comes. Um, sometimes my managers will say, Hey, Izzy, can you do this? Or can you write this content for me? And so it's, it'll be like one off things that I'll get over to them quickly. That's very helpful. And then can you give examples of when you talk about the content calendar or different projects can you give a few examples for each of those of what does it look like on the content calendar what are you being asked to create and same for the projects some examples there yeah so for the content calendar the content calendar is planned out before the month starts so middle of the month of the month before is when we'll plan out the content for the next month and then we'll have a meeting with our creative team and kind of tell them what our vision is for the graphics, what our idea is for this post. Um, And that really is to set us up for the month so that we go into the month knowing what content we're going to be working on and when it's due. And so content includes like emails, um, posts, and yeah, it's usually emails and posts and blog posts. I also write blog posts. Forgot to mention that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so a lot of my projects revolve around that. So a project that I'm working on right now is going through all of the blog posts on our Derby and Breeders and Belmont websites. Mm-hmm. So going through all of them, seeing how many users are coming to that blog, what the bounce rate is, and if it's worth keeping or updating. Fascinating. Okay. So Thank you for sharing that because I have understood the process there. So the content calendar ranges mostly from social media to email. And is Mm -hmm. the idea through those mediums that you're both getting interest, but also sales of the events? Is that the goal? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll send an email to the leads that we have for a certain event and we get leads by customers coming to our website and filling out the lead form. And to get a little more into it, 
our business model at Quinnimance is we create a white label brand for each partner. So for example, NBA, yes. we have an NBA experiences website and it's the same exact NBA branding, but it's just the added experiences. So when customers come to the website, it's kind of a seamless purchasing experience. Brilliant. Okay. But it's our website. Yeah. So smart. So they would click like from NBA website to you guys or from Google and it would look similar, yeah. but mm -hmm. they're buying from you an experience around that. Yes, exactly. Very helpful. And then for your role then for the projects, you said related to that. So big analytics there. It sounds like crossover of both writing the content, but then also tracking strategy wise, what's working, what's not. And then mm -hmm. that's probably what you review in the meeting of like, almost like your consulting role before this kind of strategizing, how can we do better going forward? Yes, exactly. So it's all about seeing what works and what doesn't. Um, so I also do social media analytics. So I'll track how well a post performs and like, just to see how, like I said, like the blog post, how those are doing. And, and then we also have weekly website meetings. So we'll meet and talk about every domestic website and say, this is working, this is what we should change um, and stuff like that. So really we live by the numbers to see what yeah. works and what doesn't. And then that dictates the future content. Got it. Super helpful that overview. And so rewinding, can you talk about how you got this job? Yes. So when I was looking for a new job, I was just looking on LinkedIn Smart. and applying and before getting this job I didn't really I don't know I never had luck before with applying on LinkedIn and I thought oh it's all about the connections yeah um, but I was applying on LinkedIn right. and I was getting interviews and it was great so I found this job on LinkedIn applied to it and I applied to it not really looking into it I was like okay this looks cool. Uh, uh, the numbers that I've been putting <laughs> up on job applications. Yeah. And then got the call and went through the interview process with them. And I think it was about three rounds and it included a project that I had to do. Can you talk more about that for people who hear your job and say, that sounds awesome. I want to follow. Yeah. So, um, so the project, what it was, it, I had to write an email and social posts for the next Super Bowl and like to sell Super Bowl tickets. And so that involved me writing out the content of the email and then writing out the content of the posts. And I did it platform by platform. So on Twitter, you can only have certain characters. So did that. Um, and yeah, it was like exactly what I'm working on in this role. So it was a good, it was a good project to have. And I think those interviews are helpful because they can sometimes stress people out a little bit more than like a behavioral interview. But mm -hmm. ultimately, if you don't enjoy that, it's nice when it's paired with the job because it's probably not a good fit then if it's stressful yes. for you. And if you do enjoy it, then great. You're already like ready and that's kind of training for the new job. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of the training, can you talk about both before and after the interview? So even knowing how to do that in an interview, how to make content in an email, can you talk about how you were ready for that or prepared? Yeah, so I think that experience came from my last job 
Um, so I was already, I was writing emails and I was writing social posts. Um, and then also what I did was I looked at their social posts. So I looked at Quinn events social and like to kind of find the voice because every organization has a different voice. So I kind of wanted to see how they were selling their packages and get a good feel for it. Brilliant. And then once you got the role, congratulations on crushing the interview, how would you say you were trained or have gotten over the learning curve in this position now where it's the training wheels are off, I assume. What did that look like? Yeah. So they really, they did a good job at training. I sat down with different members of the marketing team and every uh, member had a different thing to train me on. So one meeting I met with the NBA manager and he told me all about NBA. And then I met with the Derby specialist and he told me, or they told me all about the Derby um, and so on. So I really got to dive deep into each partnership. Um, And then there were also trainings on the different processes that they did. And, um, and so it was a really thorough training. It took about two to three weeks to go through all of it. Okay. I love hearing that because it's so different depending on the company for a lot of them. It's Mm -hmm. throw you in the deep end. You might not even get a word document or something saying, here's what to do. It's a figure it out. Some have a word document. You were introduced to everyone, every role could take notes and learn without the overwhelming and kind of unnecessary stress of some other roles. Yeah. I like even my first, I think it was three or four days, I had a timeline scheduled out for me of what I was doing like by the hour, which was so helpful because like you said, getting into a new job, like you're already stressed starting it to begin Mm -hmm. with. And then you don't know what to do because you're brand new, but yeah, it was a great experience overall. That I think is important for people to look into before they apply Mm -hmm. because that matters when you're new and you don't know anyone, it's a little more awkward asking for help. So Mm -hmm. I'm glad to hear that they really took care of you and it helps them because then you know what you're doing and you're yeah. faster to help than kind of be a burden and learn. Mm-hmm. So now in the role, what is your schedule look like on a weekly basis, like hours and what percent of time is in meetings? What percent of time are you alone? So every day I'm 8.30 to 5.30 in the office. So mm-hmm. going in every day, which I love because it has gotten me into a good routine um, and I'll say I have about three, two to three meetings a day. Um, And like I said, those meetings last max 30 minutes. Um, And then the rest of the time I spend at my desk um, working on whatever I have to work on for that day. That's very helpful. And so it sounds like the majority of the time you're alone. Mm -hmm. Do you have, when you talk about your team, can you give a sense of kind of socially what the makeup is of your team are there similar roles to you, other marketing coordinators, or is it just you and you have a manager, what the structure is like? Yeah. So it's a little bit confusing, but I'll try to explain it. So (laughs) um, basically I'm, yeah, I'm the marketing coordinator for the domestic side. So there's a domestic and international side. Got it. So I work with, it's basically all of the sporting events, except for F1 and MotoGP. And I report to um, two different managers, the NBA manager, and then the other domestic manager that handles the other domestic sports. So I help them out with whatever they need. And then also underneath them are specialists 
which is above me. So it's me, the specialists, and then the managers. Um, and so I help those teams and support them in any way they need. And then I also work on the Quint Events company social media. So I work with the international marketing coordinator on that. And we collaborate on that and um, come up with the content for that. So you wear three hats, it sounds like. Yes. <laughs> and you bounce those. And mm-hmm. I have stories about people kind of struggling if they get a lot of work from one manager. Can, do you have any advice on how to balance that or how your managers right now handle that to make sure that you're not overloaded and can do the work? Yeah, I would say definitely if you're overloaded, communicate it and just meet with your manager and be like, hey, like this is what I have on my plate for the week. I can prioritize, like we can talk about it, what you want me to prioritize. And then you go from there. And then that way your manager knows your bandwidth for the week. So I would say communication is key. I think that's a brilliant response. My dad used to pop quiz me on that question that he really? used in interviews apparently. And he oh. said the wrong answer is to try to do it all. And so yeah. I, I don't know that he's right, <laughs> but I have heard that from someone who used that. And I think it's a great advice. Just communicate. Everybody wants the same thing. You all want to succeed and you can't yes. do that if you're running yourself too thin and the quality yeah. of work will go down. So yeah, that's awesome. why you have a team to help exactly, you. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> And generally, I think something people run into is where to go for help. Even if you had great training, you're going to run into things. So do you go to your managers or the other marketing coordinator? What's your first step when you have questions? So I am lucky to sit next to the other marketing coordinator. Um, And so whenever I have a question, I'll usually just ask her. And that's really the perk of being in person is I can just like hey like do you know the answer to this um and then if she doesn't know it then I'll go to my manager um but I would say I ask her first usually and you're so right location 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 is the name of the game and when you sit next to someone who knows the answer that's so helpful as opposed to setting up a zoom meeting and asking if they're free it's just more friction in that process so Mm -hmm. that's another thing for people to consider is how easy is it going to get be to get help if you need it yeah. And then speak to what you like about the role. Yeah, I really like, like, like we talked about, there's, I wear three different hats. So I love being yeah. able to work on different projects for the different partnerships. Like in the morning, maybe I'm working on derby content and then in the afternoon it's NBA. Um, so I really like um, that part of it. And then also I like we said, I just started. So I haven't been to many events yet, but I am excited to be able to get to go to them and yes. kind of get a better understanding of the event and what our customers are looking for in an event um, to better help me in the marketing process. What a cool job, right? And I think we were talking about this a little bit before we started rolling, but doing something that you're passionate about. and. Yes for work getting to go to these super cool big sporting events and it's actually helping you with your job and you're promoting something that you believe in what a cool opportunity yeah I like I grew up a big sports fan and still am and so being able to be on the marketing side of it I I think it's so cool um so it's definitely something that motivates me every day it sounds so fun as opposed to there are a lot of things you can you could market and it could be mm-hmm. interesting, but I think you have the creme de la creme there with the sports. 
And yes. then what are some challenges of the role? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I would say challenges is sometimes not knowing the right words to say. So maybe I'm asked to write an email and I'm just having like a roadblock and don't know what to write. Um, I think that comes every now and then just from writing so much content and for so many different partnerships too. Um, But I've learned like, it's okay to repeat yourself. Like say I wrote something for Derby. I can reuse that content for NBA if it worked well. Like we said, look at the numbers and see if it works well and mimic it. <laughs> yes, don't reinvent the wheel if the wheel's already working. Exactly. <laughs> Love that. And then what's the social scene like? So the marketing team, I think it's about, I want to say 15 people. There's um, the marketing and then there's UX, UI, which is the website development team and then creative. So we have gone out as a team and we did the puttery in Charlotte, which is yes. the golf, the mini golf. <laughs> so we did that as a team. And then afterwards we went to dinner, which was a lot of fun. Um, and then also we have a Christmas party coming up. Um, so that's a little yeah, bit of outside work things that we've done together. Um, but then like during work hours, maybe it's going to get lunch with um, one of your coworkers or going on a walk. Yeah, Um, but it is a great environment. It's a fun environment, but everyone's there to work hard and they want to achieve the same goals, which is awesome. A good balance. You can Mm -hmm. have fun together, but also productive. Yes. And then what are the opportunities for moving up from your role? Yeah, so from I'm in marketing coordinator role, and then I believe the next step up is marketing specialist. So that means specializing in a a partnership or two. Um, So kind of finding your passion within the partnerships. Right. Um, So that would be next step. And then next step from there would be the manager of the partnerships. Um, But there isn't really a defined like, oh, after one year you move here. And then after another year you move here. It's kind of more performance-based. So it's more fluid. And on that performance-based aspect, because I know the, like a lot of banking roles are just like set timeline for Mm -hmm. you if it's performance-based, how are you measuring your performance when you go in for your review? What are you pointing to? I haven't had a review yet there, but (laughs) what I plan to do is kind of just talk about what I've done so far yeah. in this role um, mm-hmm. and maybe what my my strong suits were, what my weaknesses were, and then talking about with my manager where I can go from here, how I can improve, yeah. and then just going from there. And we have reviews quarterly okay. um, where we, we fill out a form and it's questions about how you think you performed and then about your manager and then vice versa. My manager will fill out that on me. Um, and then we'll go from there and discuss it very helpful and I was also curious too because of the numbers and the data do you think you'll be bringing that up in your points of what you did well and what you could work on yeah I think that's definitely something that I could use and maybe it's an email I wrote that performed really well or like looking at the quint of in social and saying we grew the following base this much that would definitely be helpful to look at 
that's cool to have those metrics because in some jobs they just don't exist as clearly like that yeah and what are some characteristics you think are important to have in this role I think creativity is very important. Um, so being able to think of new ideas and out of the box ideas, because it's the out of the box ideas that are going to do well. Um, and then also, if this is a good characteristic, writing, being loving to write, because there's a lot of writing in my role. Um, so I would say creativity and writing. Thank you. Those are great points. And then is there anything that you know now that you wish you knew when you were applying for roles? Um, I would say I wish that I knew that it was like, okay, that it was going to take time to find the right job, you know, because I went through so many interviews and I was just like, this is not for me. And you have to know, like, if you don't like it in the interview process, you're not going to like it when you're working there. So take your time. It'll all work out in the end. That's what the advice I would give. And I hope so many of the current seniors right now and anyone else hears that because I think it's such a common misconception that stresses out so many people. And it's just not true that you need to know instantly. No. first job needs to be the right one. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome advice. Do you have any other advice for someone who's interested in following your path in marketing? Yes, I would say, I didn't mention this earlier, but I would say when you're in college, look for those opportunities outside of your coursework that can kind of help you find your passion. And that's what I did. I like looked outside and saw what opportunities there were. And through the gig hub, the business program, I found um, the gig program and I was able to do gigs for different companies and they were marketing gigs. So I got real world experience while also taking my classes. Um, And then I also found a marketing course that they're offering at the Hurt Hub. And it was from an CEO of a marketing company and it was six weeks long and I did it in addition to my classes and it was it taught me so much and I was so grateful to have found that but if you don't go looking for those you won't find them that is incredible advice and I'm so glad that you shared it because I think a lot of people just get lost in their coursework understandably Mm -hmm. but realizing to pause take a step back that Remember the end goal is to get a job yes. and there are skills outside of school that are really important. And then to use your resources of the hub or gig hub or whatever school you're at, look for those opportunities to mm-hmm. get involved, even if it's just shadowing someone, but do something to start building. So when senior year rolls around, you're not stressed out that you've just taken your classes and you don't actually yeah. know things happen in the real world. Yes. <laughs> and also props to you for being proactive about that and then fitting it into your schedule. If anyone says they're busy, you are a D1 <laughs> athlete, also yeah. taking this extra six weeks course, also doing gig hubs. So you can find the time. <laughs> exactly. There are limits, but you know, the work expands to fill the time. So if you mm-hmm. want to be driven enough to go seek it out and make it happen. Yes, definitely. Well, thank you so much. I, this has been great. And I'm very excited for people to learn from your path and advice. Thank you so much for having me.